What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeO.com, and I am back with my FanDuel. Week 15 contenders, my favorites, the top five plays at quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end. Now be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all of our other content goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so you can get these updated sim results as we get closer to lock. I'll definitely have it Sunday morning. I'll be on our NFL strategy show. I'll be on NFL Live before lock. But you'll want to get those updates before I go live. Only way you can do that is following me on Twitter. Finally, let me know in the comments section, who are your favorite options? A quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end for this slate. We're starting it off at tight end, rounding out the bottom of my top 10. Dallas Goddard, Jordan Aikens, Cole Komet, Gronk, and Janu Smith are at the bottom. Now, it's time to get into my top five. Coming in number five, we're going to Logan Thomas. This is a value play. Nothing more, nothing exciting. He's in the optimal about 6% of the time. The top end of this tight end list, way higher than that. Talking about eight and a half fantasy points. A Seattle team that's really not all that great against the pass, which I guess is what you're looking for if you're trying to pay down at tight end. Look, it's not all that exciting. Most of tight end is going to look super similar. We've got some high-end options at the top, but for right now, Logan Thomas cracks my top five. Similarly, you can save some salary and go to Hayden Hurst, 5,500, eight fantasy point projection. Bit of an underdog here. There's six point dogs with a 49 and a half point game total. It's a tough defensive matchup, but at least the game script fits Hurst for this week. He shows up in the optimal about 7% of the time. These aren't wildly high numbers. Again, if you're trying to save money, I have no problem going to Hurst or Logan Thomas, but I think it's a good week to pay up at tight end. As you can see, we're taking our first step up in tier. TJ Hawkinson, number three, 6,200, projected for just north of 10 fantasy points, taking on Tennessee. Now, they are huge underdogs here. 12-point dogs. It's looking like Stafford might not be under center, but a 51-and-a-half-point game total. And it's not as if Tennessee's defense is all that scary. Their pass defense has been not great so far this season. They're going to have to throw a lot. And if they're throwing a lot, I think Hawkinson can be a benefactor there. I think it's benefactor. Beneficiary? It's one of those two words for sure. You guys know what I mean. It's not important. I like TJ Hawkinson because they're going to have to throw. I'm expecting them to be behind. If Hawkinson gets into the end zone, great. He's got a 10% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Significantly higher than Hayden Hurst. Definitely on his own tier at number three. But now we take the monster leap up. Number two, 6,800. Showing up in the optimal 18% of the time, that's Mark Andrews, 12.7 fantasy point projection because he gets to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are 13-point favorites in this game, close to a 50-point total, and the second-worst pass defense in the league. It's not going to get much better than this for Andrews. This is a perfect spot. He can actually go for north of 25 fantasy points 4% of the time. So we're talking, you know, one out of every 25 slates. That's pretty good for a tight end. 18% in the optimal. This is the spot to go if you want a tight end, unless you want to go to my number one guy. Showing up in 19% of optimal lineups, that would be Travis Kelsey, 8,500, projected for 17 fantasy points, taken on the Saints. It's in New Orleans, so Kelsey gets to play on turf, in the dome, north of 50-point game total. Very difficult defensive matchup. The Saints defense has been fantastic this year. That transcends for Kelsey. It doesn't matter. Greater than 25 fantasy points, 13% of the time. That's enough to put him in the optimal lineup 19% of the time. 
Both Kelsey and Mark Andrews are quite clearly the top two tight end options. I think they are well worth their price this week. I'll be going to Kelsey a lot. I don't mind spending 8500 on it because you are getting upside that is basically unrivaled at the position. Now we head to wide receiver, and I talked a little bit about this in the DraftKings video. Find the link for it if you want. Uh, highly recommend you watch that as well. Wide receiver is ultra flat this week. The separation between the number one spot and the number one, and the number 10 spot is about as thin as I've seen it for this entire season. So if you think the order here should be a little bit different, I get it. I don't mind it. You're not going to see me arguing with you. But for now, we got to look at everybody. Godwin, McLaurin, Thielen, A.J. Brown, and Tyreek Hill round out the bottom of my top 10 wideouts. Number five is the guy you go to if you're trying to save some salary, 5,600 for Jacoby Myers, 11.5 fantasy point projection. This game is in Miami, uh, pretty low total. This, this is not a game where you're expecting a ton of offense, plus the Dolphins defense, fifth against the pass this season. You're going to Jacoby Myers because you're hoping for some volume, and he's 5,600, and there's not a ton of wide receivers at that price tier this week. 8% of the time, he can go for north of 25 fantasy points. 13.6% of the time, he can show up in the optimal lineup. He just makes it work if you're trying to pay for a Mark Andrews or a Travis Kelsey at tight end. This is the kind of guy you need to go to, and that's what's pulling Jacoby Myers up into my top five. Now at number four, 8,400, just shy of 18 fantasy points. Unlike Calvin Ridley, uh, Tampa's a tough matchup, but you're expecting Atlanta to have to throw the entire time. We're just shy of 50 fantasy points or 50 real points in the game total. Tough matchup, though. Tampa Bay, second against the run, seventh against the pass. It's a really difficult defense, but I think Ridley goes for north of 25, like 20% of the time, shows up in the optimal 15% of the time. I expect a really big day here. Ridley is primed and ready. They're going to have to try to keep up with Tampa. And if they do that, I think Ridley is the guy that benefits the most from having to throw. Or you can go to my number three guy, save a little bit of salary, 7,300 for Allen Robinson. Gets to go to Minnesota, play in the dome, play on turf, slight underdogs, almost a 50-point game total, 46. We'll call it close enough. Uh, a middle-of-the-pack defense. All of these signs just fit Allen Robinson perfectly. You love getting guys where you don't have to worry about any sort of weather situations, in, especially in the middle of December. 15.5% of the time, Allen Robinson is going to be going north of 25 fantasy points. That's a great total on FanDuel. That same amount of time, 15% of the time, he's going to be in the optimal lineup. This is just a no-brainer spot as far as I'm concerned. Allen Robinson is going to be in the top five barring him being ruled out for this week. I just like him here. He's steady, consistent. I think his floor is relatively high. The game fits. I like everything about Allen Robinson this week. Number two, we're going to DeAndre Hopkins. This one shouldn't be terribly shocking. 8,600 projected for 17 fantasy points taken on Philly. They're favorites. They're close to a 50-point game total. Philly pass defense 22nd in the league. I don't think there are many wide receivers in the league that have the same sort of upside as DeAndre Hopkins. Goes for north of 25 fantasy points 25% of the time. The price tag's big. 8600 is is not cheap whatsoever. Uh, great pairing with Jacoby Myers, by the way, if you need to save some additional salary. 16% of the time, he's in the optimal. But as you can see, while I really like Hopkins and his ceiling is high... There's not a huge difference between Hopkins at 2 and Chris Godwin at 10. So you got to try to make your lineup work as much as you can. But clearly, DeAndre Hopkins looks like a fantastic option for Week 15. And finally, coming in number one, because honestly, he's just too cheap. 7K for Michael Thomas. 
a 15 and a half point fantasy point projection. I think he goes for north of 25, about 15% of the time. Similar story for his sim odds, 16.8% of the time he's in the optimal. That's enough to put him in the number one spot. You just don't see him at this price tag all that often. 50 point game total. You assume that New Orleans is going to need some offense to try to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs pass defense, middle of the pack this season. I like getting to Michael Thomas here. He should not be 7K. This is too cheap of a price, and that's driving him all the way up to my number one wideout spot. Now, there's a clear line in the sand drawn at running back. It's going to come around the number four spot, so we're rounding out the bottom of the top 10. DeAndre Swift, Kenyon Drake, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Jonathan Taylor, and David Montgomery. That's the bottom of the top 10. Number five is pretty similar, and then we get into the real good stuff. If he's able to see the field, 6,900 for Raheem Mostert against the Cowboys looks great. I'm projecting him right now for 14.4 fantasy points. They're slight favorites, game total looks fine, and the Dallas defense is terrible. 27th against the run, 23rd against the pass. I'm not expecting this crazy monster day out of Mostert, 11% chance of being north of 25 fantasy points, but I think the floor is there if he's able to see the field. 13.3% chance of being in the optimal lineup. I really like Mostert. He's kind of on an island here. Everybody above him, those are the guys you want. So coming in number four, we're going to James Robinson, 7K. Just shy of 16 fantasy points. Really tough spot at Baltimore. Huge underdogs, but a really nice game total. And you guys know by now, James Robinson's going to be involved in this game no matter what. If they happen to keep it close, he's certainly out on the field. If they get behind, he's certainly going to be a part of the passing game in the attempt to try to come back i don't think they're going to come back this is a really terrible spot jags are terrible ravens are way better than they seem it's not important 13 percent chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points a 15.5 percent chance of being in the optimal lineup you can see we're starting to get into a different tier it's going to get even bigger as we move up the list but james robinson is sort of game script independent and that's enough to make him my number four on fanduel now at number three, 6,700, get yourself some Cam Akers. Taking on the Jets, I can't even believe it, 17 and a half point favorites. That's how big the favorites are for the Rams. That's how bad the Jets are. Terrible total though, 44 points. But this is as good of a game script as you're going to find for a running back. You should expect the Rams to be up pretty much the entire game. If Akers happens to score early, look out for a monster day because they're going to use him a ton in the second half. This isn't the ceiling game that you're looking for. 12.6% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. This is the highest floor you're going to find. He is just going to be involved because this game script fits running backs to a T. 17% chance of being in the optimal. $6,700 price tag. This guy seems perfect. I can't really see how he outright fails. And because of his price tag, he's a great pairing with $10,200 Derrick Henry, projected for 20.8 fantasy points. Fantastic matchup. Taking on the Lions, huge favorites, big total, one of the worst defenses in the league, whether it's against the run or against the pass. You know the upside that you can get with Derrick Henry. He goes for north of 25 fantasy points. Buckle up. 36 percent of the time this spot does not get any better he's well worth the 10,200 I would be baffled if he doesn't run all over this Lions team he looks incredible but he's not as good as my number one option 
And that number one option, by a mile, 21.1% of the time he's in the optimal lineup, it's Dalvin Cook because he's 9,400. That salary savings over Derrick Henry is huge. Now, it's a way more difficult matchup than Henry has. Chicago, solid. But Minnesota, slight favorites, good game total. You're worried about the defense, but in the grand scheme of things, Dalvin Cook isn't going to be involved from start to finish. The running game, the passing game, he does everything out on the field for the Minnesota Vikings. 34% chance of going for north of 25. And Simod's north of 20. The only guy at the position to do it. The only guy that's even close. You are not going to find a better combination of price and upside on this slate. Than Dalvin Cook on FanDuel this week. Now before we close this out with the quarterbacks. One last time. Like. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. And follow me on Twitter. At Josh Engelman. So you can get updates to my sim results over the weekend. And Sunday morning when we get all of our additional information. You don't want to miss out on that. One last reminder. Let me know in that comment section. Who are your favorite options at QB running back. Wide out and tight end. Because now it is time to finish off with the quarterbacks. And there's not too much exciting stuff going on at QB this week. My number one guy is on his own tier. Two and three are kind of close, I think, off the top of my head. But one is on his own tier, for sure. Trubisky, Rivers, Taysom Hill, Tom Brady, and Jared Goff are at the bottom of the top ten. We go now to number five. Number five, in a tie with Jared Goff. Ryan Tannehill, 7,700, projected for just shy of 21 fantasy points in a dream spot against the Lions. 30th ranked pass defense, 26th against the run. Titans, huge favorites, 50-point game total. You're expecting a ton of points. Tannehill can go for north of 25 fantasy points about a third of the time, 32.9%, but it's still just 6.7% of the time in the grand scheme of things that you need Tannehill in the optimal. You don't have to go crazy. I like him. You can really mix and match quarterback this week on FanDuel. You want to get weird? Go to number four, Jalen Hurts, 6,900, 19.5 fantasy point projection. Hoping to get a rushing touchdown or two. This game is in Arizona. They're dogs. It's a mildly difficult defensive matchup. 15th against the run, 9th against the pass. But you get the nice game total. You get the pace up spot, so to speak, against the Cardinals. Hertz goes for north of 25, 27% of the time. That's a big number for a guy that has not played a ton of football in the NFL. But again... 7.5% chance of being in the optimal. You don't have to get yourself too married to any particular quarterback that I have mentioned yet. There's one that you should pay close attention to. We'll get to him. Feel free to break out the checkbook for $8,900 Pat Mahomes. 24-point fantasy projection. This one's a tough spot, though. Saints defense is really good. But if the Chiefs are going to be in this game, it's going to be on the back of Pat Mahomes. Three-point favorites in New Orleans. Let's not forget that. 51.5-point game total. And this is the big one here. 46% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. That is essentially a coin flip that he goes for 25 or more. The odds of him going for 35 or more are super high. If you need a full-on upside play, Pat Mahomes is your guy. The problem is if he has just a middle-of-the-pack day... He's not all that essential because 8900 is not cheap whatsoever. And there are plenty of other cheap options to go around. For example, you could just save $900 and go to Kyler Murray. Similar projection, similar odds of going for north of 25 fantasy points. Murray shows up in the optimal a little bit more frequently just because of that salary savings. Great spot to uh, Philly defense. Nothing that you're super worried about. Arizona, solid favorite, 6.5 points, a 48.5 point game total. 
I love Murray. You're going to get a little bit in the passing game. He's starting to look a little healthier. He can obviously run. Picking up rushing touchdowns is going to be massive. That puts Kyler Murray at number two, but no one was close to my number one guy this week. And that is because Lamar Jackson gets to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars 12% of the time. That's quite a bit higher than Kyler Murray in the two spot. That's how often Lamar Jackson is showing up in the optimal lineup. They are 13-point favorites at home against the Jags, 48-point game total. This is the 24th-ranked run defense in uh, rushing DVOA. This is the 31st-ranked pass defense in pass DVOA. And, as you can see, Lamar Jackson goes for north of 25 fantasy points 50.1% of the time. Yes, more than a coin flip, Lamar Jackson is going for north of 25 the floor here is massive. I don't really see a scenario where he fails, whether it's running the ball, passing the ball. He will be able to do it all here. It's all about who he gets involved, but I assume he involves himself more than anybody else. That's why Lamar Jackson is my clear number one quarterback on FanDuel for week 15. Thank you guys for joining me on my NFL contenders, my favorites for week 15 on FanDuel I'll have updates through the weekend. I'm going to have a, a short form video of this for the two gamer for tomorrow. We have so much content coming up. Don't miss it. Subscribe to the channel. We'll have all of these videos again next week over the Christmas holiday as well. It's not stopping. NFL isn't going anywhere. This is still just week 15. We've got two more to go. Keep your eyes peeled for all of my sim results. I'm churning them out as fast as I can. Best of luck this Sunday. I'll talk to you again tomorrow if you're playing the Saturday sleep.